settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to our final Whistleblowers podcast for this year, where we chat about what's been happening with our Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports. And each week, of course, we feature a local sports person or administrator as we dig a little deeper. Well, we normally do that, but we'll get to that in just a moment. And uh, it's Brendan Bowers from FC Sports Media. Brendan, hi. Good afternoon and season's greetings to you, Mr. Bland. Now, you said we're going to get a bit rogue on our mm. final uh, podcast. What are you talking about, mate? What have you arranged here? Oh, well, let, we'll have a couple of opinions and I might ask you what have your sporting highlights have been for the year, oh, mate. Oh, don't put me on the spot. Well, I gave you, I gave you, gave you this this morning. If you haven't read it in the eight, well, eight or you ten know, hours, some of us between. have, uh, some of us have real jobs here, mate. You know, I know I do. We but don't... what about your good self? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Now let's chat about something close to your heart first, and that's uh, American baseball, and the fact that there's been a pretty big deal gone down, is there not? Yes, Shohei Otani, mm-hmm. formerly of my Los Angeles Angels for mm. six years has just signed the biggest sporting deal in world sport history. And he's going <laughs> cross town? Cross town to the Dodgers, which peeves me no end. Oh, I bet it does. Now, let's talk about that deal. We're talking $700 million over 10 years. $700 million. That's incredible. That is ridiculous. That's Sorry. US dollars. That, so in Australian dollars, it's $1.06 billion. That is unbelievable, man. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's too much money. I mean, what, how good is this guy? Oh, look, he's great. He's he's a two-way player. <laughs> he pitches and bats. Right. And uh, he's won the MVP again uh, for the most valuable player. But really, I have to ask, mm. and I love him dearly. Mm. But is any player in any sport worth that much money? Well, I think it's it, it it's sort of a bit on the nose, isn't it? Especially, you know, and when you see uh, the average person struggling, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm just, uh, uh, I'm not turning uh, ultra extreme. No, look, and look, I'm I, just uh, saying that is too much money for one person it's over more than, a period of time for what he's not in, he's not solving cancer or anything like that no, is he more than Lionel Messi yeah. etc the biggest in the world mm. but what really pees me off the Dodgers have got more money than cents mm. um they have deferred his payments so for the 10 years he plays for the Dodgers he's only going to get 2 million dollars a year mm. and the other 680 he's going to get when he finishes Nice little nest egg, I guess. Well, when you retire. you've got a salary cap, but how can you defer $680 million? Well, how are you allowed to do that? That's exactly So what right. is the salary cap? Well, you can spend whatever you want in baseball, but there's a luxury tax on top of it. Right. So you can spend whatever you want if you've got the money. There is no cap as such. There you've is, just got to pay a certain amount of tax yes, on it. Yes, exactly. So and if you're rich, uh, who cares? So now the Dodgers can go out and spend more money on other players, and what's to stop every club going, all right, I'm going to sign you, Andrew Bland, yeah. but I'm only going to pay you $2 million a year, and the other 600 you can have when you finish playing for us. I'll take it. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you were just pretending. Yeah. Uh, no, it's something wrong with the system there that you're allowed to be able to do that. Yeah. Isn't there? I mean, the system's flawed that you can get away with doing something like that. Yeah, I had six wonderful years watching Shohei, and it was fantastic, and I'll continue to watch him. I am uh, about to uh, just put this on in the background. Now, keep talking. Yes, farewell, Shohei. Thank you for the memories. Go well, but not too well when you face our team, your old team, the Angels.
All right, I'll just pass you a little tissue over there. There you go, mate. All righty, we'll move on now. Golf, Australia's Jason Day and New Zealand, uh, New Zealander, I should say, Lydia Ko, have won the inaugural Grand Thornton Individ- uh, Invitational. We'll start again with this one in Florida. <laughs> yeah, they did okay with only a 26 under par. They combined to card six birdies without a bogey in the final round. That is, I mean, Jason Day, where's Jason been? He's been on the US PGA Tour, Couldn't mate. get him over here to play in the uh, the Australian Open or PGA. No, no, you can't. You can't. But anyway, mm. it is what it is. They beat the Canadians, Brooke Henderson and Corey Connors by a shot. And it felt like the most stress-free win for them. Fancy that at 26 under. 26 under par, ladies and gentlemen. I would be wrapped after four rounds to be 26 over par, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah. That would be an amazing feat <laughs> a 26 under get out of town. Yeah, the tournament featured 16 mixed teams. Uh, the teams played a scramble format on the first day and foursomes alternate shot on mm-hmm. the second. And the final round was a modified four ball in which both teammates teed off, then switched balls for their second shot and played the ball for the rest of the hole. Good on you, mate. Oh, I do like him. He's a, he's a good bloke. I would like to see him come back and support some of the uh, Australian tournaments. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's fair. I mean, have you seen Cam Smith this week? Yeah, yeah. Down at his old club, at the yeah. Watima Club, and supporting junior golfers. So, yeah. well done, Cam. And look, uh, uh, it's fair to say it probably hasn't done his golf any good coming down here because he's, he hasn't played very well. But, <laughs> hey, he's given it a crack. He's here, and it, it's a draw card. All right, here's my first going off rogue. Yep. Now we've got another USPGA golfer going to the Live Tour. Is mm. that the end of the USPGA, or are they just going to accept Live straight back in? I think they'll accept Live straight back in. What else can they do if they want to keep the tradition going, which is long? Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. How they can fracture, and now they'll have to come back together. And, you know, money talks. These guys are going for the big bucks. I mean, let's face it, they've got plenty anyway. But, you know, if there's more there, who's going to say no? Exactly. And where, where will it end? Where will the rest of the Saudis, what, what else will they buy? What sports? I don't know. I don't, as long as you've got that little uh, black stuff popping out of the ground, you can do what the heck you want, mate. And Texas dic- team, my dear. Yeah, di- dictate the future. That is for sure. Now, NRL uh, is uh, heading to the US. How do you feel about this? I'm very excited are about you? it. And yeah. I, I've got to congratulate the NRL. They're doing everything in their power to make it work. Yep. Yesterday, uh, in, during the Las Vegas Raiders game, mm. they had four Australians, not necessarily the four players I would have taken over. No. But they were there to showcase uh, the, the upcoming uh, doubleheader. But uh, that was beamed into, that little chat was beamed into 20 million US homes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's already going to be shown on primetime TV in the US when they play. Okay. So credit to the NRL. If yep. they're going to make a go of it. They're certainly going about it the right way. Yeah, well, I think they've already sold, what they say, 20,000 out of uh, 60 for the stadium. So you would expect it to to, to fill up. Whether well, they get it or not, they keep calling it rugby. They keep I, calling it rugby, 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 which someone should say is actually a different game. I'm sure they will. I'm sure that will be said to them. But uh, it's interesting to see the clubs that are going over there are already arranging tours, and that I think there'll be a large contingent of Australians and New, New Zealanders there to watch the game. Uh, I'm sure, and they might even go and catch a show in Vegas and drop a, a few bucks out in the slot machines no, at the same time. No, mm. Interesting. Um, some of the footage there, um, there's been some conjecture, if you like, about uh, some of the footage because they're saying, oh, yeah, we do this, we hit hard, blah, blah. And the footage they showed, uh, there was none of it. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is uh, interesting too. So maybe the left and right hand aren't talking to each other there. Yes, I, I don't think so. And look, Aaron Woods does a great job on um, Southern Cross Osteria, talking footy on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Still not the best spokesman. Campbell Graham again, great player, not the best spokesman. Mm. And the Roosters sent over. Miss, oh, I can't even remember who it is. The mm. guy from Penrith who hasn't even played a game for the Roosters to yeah. represent the Roosters. Oh, well, yeah. It's that time of the year, mate. People have probably got other things to do. But uh, <laughs> Spencer Linu. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is what they had to say, the boys. The Americans love the collision in sport. And, you know, Vegas is the entertainment capital. We want to bring the main game for Australia that we love. We're just going to try and get out here and bash each other, really. Um, but, yeah, we want to come out here and entertain. I think we've got the product to do that. <laughs> you know, th- bust each other, really. Yeah. Do you think they got the ochre down, Pat? To... Oh, I think so. I don't know who the script writer was for them. But, uh, anyway, uh, we're a bit closer to home, mate. Uh, BBL, the Melbourne Renegades and Perth Scorchers. That match in Geelong. Now, come on. Who's playing it? This is top-level cricket. There's a lot on the line. There's a lot of money. What about the crowd who packed out uh, the stadium? And what? It lasted a few balls and they called the bloody thing off. Yeah. 6.5 overs to be exact. And they were two for 30. And they were worried about Joy Richardson that coming on to bowl yeah. with the ball going everywhere and anywhere. Well, you've got to wonder how, obviously the rain uh, had an impact and whoever was responsible for keeping that off the pitch didn't do a, a very good job of it. But gee, it's had the domino effect, hasn't it? And uh, they've got to, you know, give the money back to all those people. And I would imagine it's not a good look for the stadium itself. It probably won't get another game. No, it won't. And they're talking about it. What, they only had one game because they'd had problems down there in the three years past. Mm. And I think this is just a, put the last nail in the coffin. And you know, it must've been pretty bad when the home toss won the home team, won the toss mm. and elected to field. And Nick Madison described the pitch as absolutely drenched. Yes. No, it, it's just not good enough. And uh, unfortunately, I don't think there'll be another match down there again. Uh, which is sad news. No, and look, you know, the night before the heat, heat didn't get on the field as well. And I mean, that's common sense. If it's wet, you can't can't play cricket. No, you can't. So how, how's it looking, uh, the BBL at the moment? Uh, are, you, are, you, re- are you embraced? I am. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Good. Might be because the Brisbane heat are going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That innings from that Kiwi batsman the other night was sensational. Yeah, you always got your standouts and the, uh, the imports are doing pretty well, aren't they? The... Uh, the young Englishman, I think it is, isn't doing too badly either for the, yeah, uh, the, so the Sixers. Yeah. 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 Going uh, well. Yeah. With bat and ball as well. Uh, the Aussie Open, mate, has lost uh, Nick Kyrgios, uh, revealing a wrist injury. We'll see him miss next month's season opening Grand Slam. How do we feel about this? Hmm. <laughs> oh, look. Do, do we cue this music again? Or not? No, I don't think no, so. Look, okay. when Nick, his mind is on the game, he is fantastic, but mm. he drifts in and out and, you know, you sort of really knew where his uh, mind is at when the day, the day he announced it, he only started his OnlyFans mm. website the day before. So Yeah. And, and really to me too, if you, if you're playing Davis Cup for this country, then you, you're serious about, you know, representing Australia and uh, if not, well, you know, I, you can get stuffed as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we should be thankful he's going to be in commentary for the Australian Open. Yeah, he is. And look, let's not take anything away from the fact Nick Kyrgios can play tennis. Uh, he could have he won a Grand Slam by now He and may well go on to win one. So, uh, you know, credit where it's due there. Um, yeah, so he's going to be in the commentary box, eh? 
That'll be interesting. Maybe. Mm. Depends how his wrist or knee feels. Or I'm sure his wrist will be all right in the commentary. What's he doing in the commentary box we should know about? Uh, anyway, we'll move on, mate. Uh, what's happening around the Fraser Coast? Well, sport is just about all wrapped up yeah, for, it the, is, for the year. Mm. Uh, but the Spring Cup competition continued. Well, there was two games out of three, so mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a positive. That's great. They travelled up to Gladstone. Yeah. Uh, Gladstone defeated Turtles Brothers 102-3. to three. 102 to three. Yep. Right. So slightly one-sided. Yeah. I don't think the way the Turtles Brothers team sent their strongest team. I think they might've been stuck in their shell, mate, and couldn't get out at this rate. I mean, that's a shellacking. I feel sorry for the players on the field with that sort of score. Yeah. I'm just wondering when they kicked the penalty goal. Mm. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe it was a sympathy uh, sympathy goal from the uh, from the ref. Who knows? But yeah, no, that's uh, pretty sad. So, uh, but at least you turned up, Turtles Brothers. Now, what about Waves uh, Falcons? Yes, they flew high over the Pythons by two points, mm-hmm. winning nineteen seventeen. And to keep it consistent, the Barbarians and Mariners did not go ahead. Okay, uh, reason for that? Forfeit. Okay, on whose part? Don't know. Don't know. Okay. Uh, local cricket too. There were some interesting results over the weekend. Yes. Second last round before they break for Christmas. Bush Rangers Blue were up against Cavs Gold. Bushies won easily. Six for 170. Cavs Gold all out for 84. Cavaliers Black were too strong for Osrox. Four for 230. Osrox all out for 17. Holy heck. Sorry. I'll say it again. Holy heck. All out for 17. Uh, so nothing wagged there. No. 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 And Bush Rangers gold were too strong for Grammar's Tanana, eight for 206, with Grammar's Tanana all out for 176. Now, congratulations. Is in order to some big efforts there uh, across the weekend, mate. None other than Hayden Kington, 100 not out. Good on you, Hayden. Oh, oh, 77. Oh, sorry. No, he doesn't want a drum roll. He wants applause if you don't. There you go. Yeah, well done. 177 balls is it? Good effort. It's not bad, is it? Now, I've got to be careful how I say this gentleman's yes. name. Rory Falker. Yeah. Five for 22 off seven for Bushy's Blue. Five for 22. Well done to you, Rory, off uh, seven overs. Not a bad day's work with the ball there for you, mate. Yeah. And uh, Cavs, uh, sorry, Luke uh, McCulley. Yeah. Not a bad effort here. A five for four? Five for four. Guess who they played? Um, something tells me, mate, that they did play Osrocks. Yeah. Yeah. Poor old Oz Rocks. I mean, that is, that's, what can you say? Look, we I don't be, want to sit here and, you know, laugh no. at them because it, it you know, they're, they're turning having up. A go and yeah, they're having a crack and things can only get better, I suppose, as D. Ream once sang. Oh, look, and you know, the Oz Rocks guys, they're a great bunch. Yep. Um, and they've had a bit of change of um, turnover of people over <laughs> the last couple of years, but they're out having a go. So we wish them all the best in the new year. Now, what about this week? Well, again, this week. We have got Cavaliers Black up against Grammar's Tanana, Bushies Blue play Bushies Gold, and Ozrox and Cavaliers Gold play in the final round before the Christmas break. Okay, now this is our final podcast uh, for the week, Brendan. Uh, for, for the, the week. Year, for the year, I should say. And uh, our special guest from last week who was uh, making up for it today. Jeepers, should we uh, ring Jay Kirk and Sons at this rate? He, oh, he's not well. I'm not going to tell you who our special guest is, no. but uh, he was sick with the flu last yeah. week. It has developed into that wonderful oh. pandemic disease. Right. That, and uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. We do. We do. And uh, never mind, mate. You've left us in the lurch two weeks in a row. We don't hold grudges here in the whistleblowers, do we, Brendan? No, oh, well. 
Well, no, no, we'll see. Uh, It's going to take a bit for him to make this up, let me tell you. Look, a shout-out each week to an athlete. Hang on, Blandy, hang on for that. Okay. Let's talk the end of the year. Yes. What has been your sporting highlights? Highlights for me, probably uh, winning the uh, the super test against India. Yeah? Yeah. I was away for the uh, uh, NRL and AFL grand finals. I was miles away. Uh, So, yeah, I'm glad I wasn't here for Collingwood's premiership. Uh, so I can't throw that into the ring. So I'll definitely say it was winning that super test. Yeah, an absolute win for mm. cricket in mm. Australia. Mm. But for me, female sport, Australian soccer team. Okay. Oh, yes. Well, pretty hard to go past that too. Semi-finals yeah, in yeah. the World Cup. So close, weren't we? So close. And it was amazing how the whole country, whether you like soccer or not, or you never watched the game before, we love a winner, don't we? We love to unite over we something do. like that. We, we do, and it brought people that. from all walks of yeah. life who don't actually follow the game, no. but they're all there cheering them on. Yeah, so, no, it was great, great effort. I don't know what's happened since. I don't know whether they're playing a second string side. What's going on? We're going down to uh, to everyone left, right, and centre. Oh, to be honest, I think at the moment they're in the middle of their EPL season right, and whatnot, yes. and I don't think it's a real focus. No, I think uh, Arsenal and Chelsea, uh, which uh, Sam Kerr plays for, and of course a couple of our uh, uh, strike players play for, for Arsenal too, do they not? They're travelling all right? They're going okay. Sam will probably rack up another championship yet again. Didn't mention your Tottenham, but they had a good win the other day. Oh, and it was uh, Did they? Yes, oh, against they? Uh, a very high-flying this year Newcastle side. Uh, oh. Full zip, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. I'm not yes. really sure. Maybe he hasn't run with the, the ball. I've thrown in the ball and he's he's pulled a hamstring. Oh, well, and you gentlemen. know, we've had we had several losses in a row. So <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, can't, can't get too excited. No, well, I know Chelsea going down to Everton who lost all their points, but they're going all right this year. They are. They're going well. And the Gunners, uh, a surprise loss too there. But uh, anyway, it's open. Who knows with the EPL? Well, we're we'll talk, we'll seven talk points behind the leaders. And who knows uh, by the time we talk again here on the Whistleblowers, mate, where will they be sitting? I look forward to, to chatting about it. That and other things. Now, uh, uh, low light sport for the year. Oh, low light of the year. Uh, look, again, uh, it's across many sports. Mm. I know people have got the right to be young men or women and live their lives, but if you're getting paid as much money, you should be able to behave yourself off the field. Okay, fair enough. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, point taken. Uh, and mine is Collingwood winning the AFL Premiership. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. That is my low light for the year. Look, a shout-out each week, Brendan, to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that often goes unrecognised as we share that positivity. What do you got? Well, um, it's not for any club or any anyone from a club sesh, sesh, well, can't even speak at the mm. moment, from a club. It's for our normal sports fans who just love getting out and supporting sport. Yeah. Big shout out to all sports lovers. And for the people that have spent their time listening to us. Well, yes. Just think of what you could have done with all that time, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you shouldn't. You'd beat yourself up too much. Maybe they use it to to go to sleep at night, Blandy. Maybe, maybe, mate. Look, uh, have yourself a Merry Christmas, uh, Brendan Bowers. Come on. One of my favourites. Yes. Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano there with Feliz Navidad. And uh, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, you and the family, Mr. Bowers. Thanks for your support this year with the Whistleblowers. Thank you, Mr. Bland. And I really don't know what people see in Jose. 
Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.